0: that's it that was your cue what was my cue that right there you're supposed to say masterpiece audio theater presents masterpiece audio theater presents that's right then you say myths from around the world myths from around the world Okay, and a Stranded in the Middle of Nowhere podcast. A Stranded in the Middle of Nowhere podcast? Well, where are we? How are we going to get home? I'm going to get scared. Everything will be all right, trust me. Oh, and this is our submission for the Dog Days of Podcasting 2022.
1: The quest for Medusa's head, part six, the Great beast. Perseus soon crossed the ocean and came to the land of the west. Far below him he could see the three maidens dancing around the golden tree, but he did not stop, for now he had the head of Medusa safe in the pouch at his side. He must hasten home. Straight east he flew over the sea, and after a time he came to a country where palm trees and pyramids and a great river flowing from the south. Here, as he looked down, a strange sight met his eyes. He saw a beautiful girl chained to a rock by the seashore, and far away a huge sea beast swimming towards her to devour her. Quick as a thought, he flew down and spoke to her, but as she could not see him for the cap of darkness which he wore, his voice only frightened her. Then Perseus took off the cap and stood upon the rock, and when the girl saw him with his long hair and his wonderful eyes and laughing face, she thought him the handsomest man in the world. "'Oh, save me, save me!' she cried as she reached out her arms towards him. Perseus drew his sharp sword and cut the chains which held her, and then lifted her high upon the rock. But by this time the sea monster was close at hand, lashing the water with his tail and opening his wide jaw as though he would swallow not only Perseus and the young girl, but even the rock on which they were standing. He was a terrible fellow and yet not half as terrible as the Gorgons, As he came roaring towards the shore, Perseus lifted the head of Medusa from his pouch and held it up. And when the sea beast saw the dreadful face, he stopped short and was turned into stone. And men say that that stone beast may still be seen in that selfsame spot to this day. Then Barceus slipped the gorgon's head back into the pouch and hastened to speak with the young girl whom he had saved. She told him that her name was Andromeda and that she was the daughter of the king of that land. She said that her mother, the queen, was very beautiful and very proud of her booty. And every day she went down to the seashore to look at the face that was pictured in the quiet water. And she had boasted that not even the nymphs who live in the sea were as handsome as she. When the sea nymph heard about this, they were very angry, and they asked great Neptune, the king of the sea, to punish the queen for her pride. So Neptune sent the sea monster to crush the king's ships, and to kill all the cattle along the shore, and to break down the fishermen's huts. The people were so much distressed that they sent at last to ask Pythia what they should do, and Pythia said to them that the only way to save the land from destruction was that they must give the queen's daughter, Andromeda, to the monster to be devoured. The king and the queen loved their daughter dearly, for she was their only child, and for a long time they refused to do as Pythia had told them. But, day after day, the monster laid waste to the land, and threatened to destroy not only the farms, but the towns, and so they were forced in the end to give up Andromeda to save their country. This then was why she had been chained to the rock by the shore, and left there to perish in the jaws of the beast. When Perseus was yet talking to Andromeda, the king and the queen and a great company of people came down to the shore, whipping and tearing at their hair, for they were sure that by this time the monster had devoured his prey. But when they saw her alive and well, and learned that she had been saved by a handsome young man who stood beside her, they could hardly hold themselves for joy, and Perseus was so delighted with Andromeda's beauty that he almost forgot his quest, which was not yet finished. And when the king asked him what he should give him as a reward for saving Andromeda's life, he said, Give her to me for my wife. This pleased the king very much, and so on the seventh day, Perseus and Andromeda were married, and there was a great feast in the king's palace, and everyone was merry and glad. And the two people lived happily for some time in the land of the palms and the pyramids. and from the sea to the mountains, nothing was talked about but the courage of Perseus and the beauty of Andromeda.
0: And listening to MPAT Studios' presentation of The Myths from Around the World, a special Dog Days of Podcasting contribution. Sound clips are from GarageBand and can be found in their samples library. The stories that we have shared can be found at gutenberg.org. We can be found on Facebook on the Masterpiece Audio Theatre page, on nimlas.org, or you can email us at j at jglangjams.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 Unported License. Thanks for joining us.